conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg. This is your host, Lorraine Ball, and today I am talking with Amy Woodall, who is the Executive Vice President at Sandler Chess Point and a long, long time friend. Amy, thanks so much for joining us today. Hey, Lorraine. Thank you so much for asking me to be a guest on your awesome podcast. You know, I have been watching your messaging from Facebook Live, and I love how you're using that to kind of talk to your audience. So I just I had to drag you into the studio so we could have a conversation about customer care. Yeah, I, I love this topic. I get pretty passionate about it, so I'm excited to bring this to life for your listeners. Fabulous. So let me jump back and kind of put a little context around this. We were talking about this idea of sales and working really hard to drive people and get them to sign up to work with you. And you close the sale and the salesman kind of goes, okay, I'm done. But the whole thing can really fall apart if you don't manage the next step. Yeah, absolutely. So for those who might be familiar, they may have heard the term Sandler when you were kind of mentioning the company that I'm with. And so Sandler is a sales training organization. That is like the meat and potatoes of what we have always been known for. And at some point in time, there was this realization of, hey, you know what? Uh, We can help companies grow their sales and their, their new revenue that they're bringing in. But if everybody else is not really in tune with the relationship, then they're basically the attrition is happening just as quickly as the new clients are coming in. And so how do we help bridge that gap between sales and service? And I kind of took that task on. I've actually um, I've kind of become known as the customer care chick in the Sandler world. I help reshoot the online video and curriculum for our corporate office. And so it has been sort of a passion project of mine. And what I have noticed is that sales folks, I mean, in, they come from a great place, right? They do it with the best of intentions, but they can often overpromise on behalf of the rest of the organization. And so then this client has this expectation of timelines or maybe it's product quality. They kind of paint an unrealistic picture that then service or the execution end is responsible for upholding. So there can be a lot of tension between sales and service. And I'm constantly challenging organizations and no matter the industry, I have found Lorraine that this transcends industries. Um, It even transcends locations. Uh, This seems to be prevalent. You know, I even see that in in my organization, and we only have eight people. I will sell a project, and on a regular basis, the team will come back to me and go, okay, so the customer just said this. What did you promise? And, (laughs) you know, we've had to go in and build in systems so that when I do that handoff, when I close the sale, my execution team, my web design and my marketing, uh, my content folks have a clear understanding that I promised X, but I didn't promise Y. So how do you teach organizations or what things should organizations sort of have in their mind so that they avoid the pitfalls and get to that place where the customer is really happy when the whole thing is over? Yeah, great question. I challenge them first to say, tell me what your handoff looks like and, you know, walk me through the process. If we are running a marathon um, and we're basically, you know, on this relay race together, let's just say it in those terms. If we're on this relay race, every handoff is so important to have clear understanding of what clients' expectations are and then also recognizing 
do they know what to expect from the experience? You know, have we realigned them and make sure that we're, you know, all on the same page? So I ask companies to examine what does that handoff look like? And do you have the right players in the right meeting at the right time? So when it comes to closing the deal and then onboarding a client, I find a lot of companies do not always have the right players in the room. You might have the right players in the room from the customer's perspective, but you don't always have the right players in the room from your organization. And so if there's anybody that's responsible for client satisfaction or execution, I encourage companies to have those people in on an onboarding meeting. Sit down with your customer, have the salesperson in, in the room, have the person in charge of execution of, of that sales, you know, in the room, have the client in the room and really paint a realistic picture of what expectations and timeline should be. You know, that idea of onboarding software companies really seem to understand it. They seem to understand that once you sign up for the software, there have to be a series of touches that make you comfortable with the product or you stop using it. But I don't know that a lot of other organizations really understand how important that onboarding is to avoid buyer's remorse and really get a project launched in the right direction. You're right. I was, um, I work with, there's a concrete company that I work with on a regular basis and some of their frustration can be sales and execution and feeling like we're over promising timelines and then having to, that's where fires start, Lorraine. I'm sure all of us that have been in the business world have had to put out fires at some point in time. And what we don't recognize if we're in this reactive mode is that we're starting them. We don't recognize that we're starting them. It's just a lot easier to point the finger at someone else. And we're starting them because we're not thinking strategically enough about how to be proactive. And so I've worked with concrete companies. I've worked with manufacturers. I've worked with HVAC folks. And all of these 